0: Welcome to the MGU, the Michael Genomatic Universe podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Michael. And I'm Gina. And Gina, we are about to watch another Avengers movie. I'm
1: excited.
0: Yes, it is very exciting. Uh, Before we start talking about it a little bit, I want to get something out there that I always forget. Okay. It's very important. Mm -hmm. As many of you know, Charlie is our Stan Lee. Stan Lee is the man who shows up in every single one of the Marvel movies at some point. Everyone. Everyone. And in honor of Stanley, we have Charlie, who at some point in every episode, you will hear a bark. And if you hear that bark, what you're able to do is you can send us an email or you can message us or whatever with the timestamp of that bark, and you can win a prize. Probably a mug, maybe a tote bag.
1: You get to choose, actually. You get to win some fabulous swag. And yeah, so far we have coffee mugs and wonderful tote bags. Yeah,
0: so... That's just, I just wanted to get that out of the way because I always forget to do that. Yes. So very important. And also we, of course, are on social media, Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff. And obviously you can email us.
1: We love hearing from you. We really love hearing from you. We
0: really do. So the last Avengers movie, they basically saved the world. They sure did. And one thing that's interesting about this one that we're going to see is there's not really doesn't feel like there's a lead up to anything with this movie. Right. Well the the first Avengers movie had all of the well basically all the movies were tying into that Avengers movie. Yes. Right. This one it just feels like it's kind of doing its own thing.
1: Absolutely and I talked about this last time the the whole second phase it feels very disconnected and clunky to me i don't get it
0: well there's kind of they're just they're they're just these individual stories rather than anything building up exactly there's thor the dark world which was just kind of its own thing i mean some of the stuff that we see in the movies is building up to stuff for later uh but probably much later so
1: you've said so
0: i've said right but iron man 3 was its own thing guardians of the galaxy is its own thing right right? so uh just regardless i'm super
1: excited to see
0: them all again together it's gonna be good to see everybody plus maybe new characters possibly Like Ultron, for example. Like Ultron. So, But before we do that, I think we should dive into some listener mail, don't you think? Let's do it. Michael. Yes, Gina.
1: Patrick asks. Yes. A common critique of the MCU is that all of the movies are too samey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Eleven films in... Well, 10, really, because we haven't watched 11 yet. Right. 11 films in, which two films are the most alike and which two are the most distinct from the general MCU zeitgeist?
0: That's a really good question. That is a good question. Well, the two that I feel are the most alike are probably the Thor movies. There's really not much difference in them. They are—they have Thor. They have Loki. They have Jane Foster. They have uh, Odin. And there's all this stuff that happens that's very formulaic and not very good. Thor is okay. The original Thor is pretty good. But Dark World isn't very good. But they they are very much alike. And I, I understand what Patrick's saying because there is definitely the formula with all these movies. And this one really just, there's just really not a big difference in them to me. Okay. So I felt those were the same ones.
1: Well, it's interesting because I thought that the – my first thought was the Thor movies also because yeah. I thought, eh, Thor, Thor, Thor.
0: <laughs> but then
1: I felt like I liked one of those movies quite a bit more than the other.
0: Definitely. Me too.
1: So then I ended up going to the Iron Mans instead. Okay. Um, mostly because I had those all rated very close together. You did. I, I really, really liked them. So it wasn't a bad thing that they were samey because right. I really loved it. Oh, good, more of this. They were funny, you know. Yeah. But yeah, so the Ironmans were what would I would you
0: thought. say all three of them are samey, or were there maybe two that were more alike than others? Hmm.
1: Mm, i don't know i'd have okay. to i'd have to noodle on that more yeah that's
0: fine that's fine <laughs> that's, I what put do you on, think? i put you on the spot well actually to answer patrick's second part if there are two that i find that are different yes let's see the, the other different. ones guardians of the galaxy for sure is different from mm-hmm. everything else first of all it's completely in space right it's complete and it's it's a little bit quirkier. It's, it's, uh, I'd say it's just different.
1: Totally different characters. Totally
0: different characters. And it's, it seems, at, for right now anyway, it's outside the MCU a little bit. Like right. the regular characters. Because up to that point, we've really been staying with the same characters for several mm-hmm. movies. And these are completely different. Right.
1: That was the first one that came to my mind as yeah. well. Yeah.
0: And was there another one that you were thinking of that maybe was outside the box?
1: The other, well, I, I felt like I needed to come up with a second one because I'm a rule follower. Sure, of course. Usually. The um, <laughs> The Hulk.
0: Oh Hulk! Okay. The Hulk
1: kind of stood out to me as one that was just different, I yeah.
0: guess. Uh, what What do you think is the biggest difference with the Hulk movie?
1: I'm trying to remember who directed
0: that one. Uh, it was it, not. Uh, it was. I think his name's Louis Leterrier. Yeah.
1: I don't. I don't know if it was that, if it was the pacing of it, or if it was the fact that he. It's his whole transformation Yeah To me is different Than a lot of the other superheroes I mean they They transform But not in such a Sort of biologically You know They They don't transform Into another being
0: Yeah That makes total sense Right Yeah
1: Captain America changed But that's who he is now And Iron Man is still A dude But then he has his suit And all of his stuff And you know Just Black Widow Has her gadgets Mm -hmm. But the Hulk That's a whole It just It's a whole different theme
0: Yeah
1: Uh, And he can't help it when it happens sometimes so to me that
0: one was different what was your other one well the other one that I thought of was Iron Man 3 I felt like that was very different from all the other movies I thought it kind of went away from the formula a little bit they focused a lot on Iron Man's internal struggles his honestly his mental health Uh, I thought that the the plot was a little bit different than other other movies I can't put it into words right now exactly why but it just it just had a different feel maybe the the humor was a little bit more biting Sure. I think that has a lot to do with who's director, which was Shane Black, who writes like that and is willing to undercut things a little bit in the universe, like uh, when he pulled the rug out from under us on, on Mandarin. Right, right, so right. So that one felt different to me yeah. than the other ones. Okay, so, interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, was,
1: that was Patrick. Thank it's you for that question. question That's a really good question. All right, for our next question, this is an easy one, and it's just to you, Michael. Just to me. Hannah would like to know, Why, Michael, were you delivering
0: pies? (laughs) Well, Hannah's on my social media account at some point. I'm sure she was looking and I was delivering pies and uh, (laughs) it's not my everyday job. But what I was doing is... Pie delivery no, is not your trade. It sounds like a great job, actually. But no, it's not uh, It's not my regular job. So what I was doing is uh, several months ago, I was actually doing something called the Improvathon for a theater in town called Huge Theater. And it's an improv theater, and we were raising money. And one of the things we were able to do um, for, with raising money was say, hey, if you donate this much, you can have a pie. We raised a ton of money, and all of a sudden we had a lot of pies to do. Uh, to make. Actually, the person who makes the pies had a lot of pies to make. Yes, But we held it off because we're very disorganized. And all of a sudden, COVID hit. And that delayed it even farther. And then we, we finally just got together and said, okay, we need to get these pies out. And so the last few weekends, we've been delivering pies to all the people that donated very generously to Huge Theater, Aww. which, by the way, is a wonderful theater. And you can donate to them at hugetheater.com to keep them around. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Uh, it's it's kind of my home away from home. So yeah. I, I highly recommend it if you can.
1: Well, and kudos to you and crew for following through. I'm sure people really extra appreciate getting a pie right now because we've all been isolated and a little depressed yeah. and cut off from things. So who wouldn't like a lovely, sweet pie?
0: We are very happy to do it. And it was honestly, I think it was lingering at all of our minds for so long. Like, God, we really can't drop the ball on this because we pro- made a promise. And uh, it was myself, my friend Sean and Becky, who I perform with, right. and also uh, Cliff, who makes the pies. And we just finally got it together. Nice. And they're going out. So we're very happy. So are you done? I think we're pretty close. Okay. Yeah, which is great. So, Very cool. Yes, yes.
1: Okay, for our next question, JC asks, at this stage of the podcast, what makes for a good MCU or any superhero movie character moments action being the superhero version of another genre humor ludicrous but not too ludicrous plot does it need to be good on its own or as a connection to the
0: larger universe or both that's a really good question too yes you want to take this one
1: indeed i'll start with this one sure um there's a couple different things. I, I love the humor, and that sort of goes throughout. Uh, but for me, one of the things that really gives it depth is the good origin story. Mm-hmm. I love a good origin story. And so even though the Hulk... Um, wasn't maybe one of my totally favorite of all these movies I loved I love that we got that we had that little um, vignette at the beginning and we got the whole origin story of what happened to him and so I love the good origin story um, I also love the connection. Mm-hmm. And so he's he, that second part of his question, does it need to be good on its own or as a connection to the larger universe? I think I'm more likely to let something pass mm-hmm. if it's not a great movie, if I feel that whole connection. And the first phase of the MCU was very much that, right? So right. We, had, you know, we had Thor and we had the Hulk and we were meeting all these people, Captain America, and then it led up to the Avengers. And I loved all that connection and knowing we were going to see all of them so for me i guess i'm really enjoying them see you um but i also think that that might have been what part of what was so jolting for me with guardians with the guardians of the galaxy because i i i have mentioned this a couple times and we've talked about it off off our podcast too i think that i would like it a lot more the second time but Mm -hmm. i was just a little jolted by oh Here's a whole bunch of new characters that I need to learn and I got to get the hang of this whole new thing So I love
0: that connection. That's a big part for me So do you feel like when you say that, that because the Guardians of the Galaxy doesn't quite have that connection to the rest of the universe yet?
1: Right. It was yeah. brand new. And so I, I, I may look back on it more fondly that makes sense. than my initial reaction. is yeah. kind of what I'm thinking. I get that. Because I do love that thread coming through and the end credit scenes where we get little snippets of things to come. I, I just love that. I love all that connection. So yeah, so that, that's a really good question. So it's, what do you think?
0: I was thinking about this quite a bit, actually. And I was uh, I kind of was thinking about what my friend Eric says a lot when he goes to see a show and he really looks for moments in shows you know just those are the things that he goes home that he really takes with him and he remembers
1: you mean a show in general it it could be a show improv he he was talking i think
0: in terms of improv but he also was talking about it in terms of movies i believe Uh, these great moments where you go holy shit and some movies just have a lot of those moments some don't and that's okay they're not all going to have those moments that's great but with these movies the ones that i like the most feel like they have the big holy shit moments Captain America is a series of holy shit moments where I'm just so happy. Every punch, every action scene, uh, the scenes with Robert Redford, everything to me was just like, wow, this is happening. That's why I love Winter Soldier so much. Just uh, the reveal of who Winter Soldier is. Those little things like that that I love. And those are the things I like about Guardians of the Galaxy. We had talked about it, and I've referred to this before, when they're in the prison and there's Groot in the background messing around with the battery that's not supposed. he's not supposed to do yet. And, but you just see him doing that right, those right. are those things that i just love so that's what brings me back to those movies all the time because i'm okay. looking for them i also think it's because they have created this world and i'm invested in this world now and so no matter what they put out at this point i'm probably going to go see it because i feel completely invested in the mcu right at this right. point i don't know what would take me out of it unless it started just becoming completely uninteresting i don't see that happening anytime right, soon right. maybe it will but it keeps getting more interesting to me even as i'm watching these i'm remembering why i love the movies in the first place i i'm just completely invested in these characters yeah even thor who is he's an interesting character his movies aren't very good but in the avengers he's great and I don't remember Age of Ultron, how much of a role he plays in it. Well, you're but, about to find out. But I'm about to find out. So, But
1: I think yeah. that's a really good point. And I like what Eric said about that, um, those moments. Those are the things that make quotable I, things from movies that people have mm-hmm. quoted for decades, right? right? I mean, my, my kids and I have so many little one-liners that come from movies that we'll just pull out at all different times. Yes. Everybody knows what we're talking about, everybody in our group. And it's it was some wonderful, memorable moment from a movie. and that, it's true. That's that's a wonderful thing about any kind of entertainment, I think. So yeah. There's cool. a reason
0: why you hear a lot of dudes quoting The Godfather. <laughs> right? There's a reason for that. Now I'm not a big Godfather fan, I'll be the first to say it, and which is probably a problem with me, but I hear the quotes all the time because people love the movie. Right. And right, The right. Godfather, whether you like it or not, most people love that movie, probably because there's so many great moments in that movie to them.
1: Right. So So in Guardians of the Galaxy, that when he at the very end when he is singing that song to distract. What, what song was that again?
0: I can't remember the name of it. I've i can, heard I'm that. not going to sing it. So. Every
1: time I hear that. I've heard that song several times yeah. in the past week. And I think about that moment every single yeah, time.
0: It's a wonderful moment.
1: So that wraps up our mailbag. So Gina. Yes, Michael.
0: We're about to go see the Avengers. Age of Ultron. Yes. And again, it's that time. Your favorite time to do your predictions Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. what this movie is about based on a movie poster based on a movie
1: poster full of characters that we have already seen there are some on there that you haven't though right i mean there were a couple very small i had to zoom in and see who they might be yeah yeah yeah
0: but you feel like you got a good grasp of what this is about mm -hmm. because you always do
1: yeah, oh for sure. I got it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So got it. I want to hear the synopsis. Okay. I keep calling it a synopsis. It's not a synopsis. It's a prediction. <laughs>
1: well, it's it's, it's a... a synopsis based on my imagination. Oh,
0: that's what it is. That's absolutely. It is. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's, let's hear it.
1: So James Spader is Ultron and he'll be a smarmy villain with plenty of one-liners. He's generally kind of wimpy, Uh, James Spader, that is, I don't know, I'm guessing Ultron is not wimpy, but because James Spader is generally kind of wimpy, I think the key to his power is that he has figured out a way to take control of people's brains when they view a seemingly innocuous commercial that he has created. I see some mean guys dropping out of the sky on the poster, so he's going to use his self-created army to take over the world. When the military once again cannot figure out a way to stop him, Nick Fury will get the band back together again. They'll all be busy with their own lives, and we will get little vignettes into what's up with them. At least I hope we will. But eventually, they will band together to stop Ultron. And of course, they will succeed. Oh, and I also think Captain America and Black Widow are going to have a thing in this
0: one. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So that's it. That's it. That's all I got. I think that's a solid thing, and I think maybe the most likely thing in there, James Spader will be smarmy. Well, that was. I mean, that was a no-brainer. I mean, we've all seen Pretty in Pink. That was his a no-brainer. Wonderful role is Steph. Mm-hmm. That was his name, wasn't it? It was Steph. I don't know. Did you see Pretty in Pink? I don't remember. Oh my God.
1: I mean, yes. Did I see it? The answer would be yes. I don't remember these kinds of details, Michael.
0: Everybody, go to the internet. And put in James Spader, Pretty in Pink, and hit images. That's what. That's, do we need a third person. That here is the quintessential James Spader yeah, smarminess. So, so, so smarmy. Well, let's go see the movie. We're about to go see The Avengers: Age of Ultron, starring Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, Mark Ruffalo, Jeremy Renner, James Spader, Elizabeth Olsen, Samuel L. Jackson, and so many others. That's where Oof. the budget went. Star-studded
1: so, cast. You ready to
0: see it? Let's do it. All right and we're back from watching avengers age of ultron gina we're back and a lot to go through Woo. obviously so much it's a two and a half hour mo- long movie it so was big it was really big, was big, big, s- big in big. so many ways big scale big everything mm-hmm. lots of characters mm-hmm. lots of characters so many uh, and we'll definitely dive into that yes. quite a bit, and I'm excited to find out what you thought about it. I'm excited to find out what you thought about it, yeah, Michael. Yeah, I think you might be surprised. Really? Maybe. Hmm. I don't know, because maybe I'll be surprised. Maybe we'll both be surprised, or we'll just be like, oh yeah, of course that's how you felt about it. Hmm. We'll okay. find out. Okay. Right. Uh, so it's about that time. What time is that, Michael? Well... That 24-second synopsis time. Your favorite part? It is my favorite part, actually. Sweet. And I I think I got it this time. I'm feeling very in control. Wow. Uh, I think, if anything, I'll come really close. I did see a
1: sort of calm come over you as you reviewed your notes. <laughs> you, you seemed very...
0: You, just, you were in the zone. Well, I feel like I've got this movie pretty much like... I know what happened. I got it. Wrote it down... I think I did it in a way where I'm not telling the entire plot of the movie like I usually do. I'm just Mm -hmm. uh, the big things, Mm -hmm. I think.
1: I'm telling you, sometimes these biggies with so many things, it forces you to really pare down.
0: I have no excuses this time. Zero.
1: Well, I am looking to get my 24 seconds up here for you. And I am ready. Are you ready?
0: I think I'm as ready as I'll ever be okay I think
1: uh, I think we can do it I think the confidence factor is high here
0: I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling it I'm hiding a lot it's actually I'm, I'm stuffing the anxiety down okay. a little bit Well, so. let's
1: let's stay with the positive theme all right on your mark
0: happens. yep get set go and Avengers invade Strucker's base to get the scepter we meet the twins Iron Man has a vision uh where everyone is dead Tony builds Ultron despite warnings like an asshole Ultron escapes into, with a scepter then kills Strucker uh, Ultron gets the vibranium Avengers find him Wanda has a vision uh with the oh shoot she gets into the Avengers brains Hulk versus Hulkbuster fight they lay low at Hulk. Place. Uh, Wanda sees the world that she switches sides. Vision is created. War in Slokov- is Slokovia, uh, Sokovia. Oh, quick dies, Avengers win. Yeah. Did I you do it? did it i did it despite you stumbling it. so badly you did it
1: just under the wire like literally with a half a second left oh
0: good congratulations thank you Michael. so much i don't really know how well i did but it I, doesn't
1: matter you
0: did it i did just what i said i will there's a i'm sure there's a lot of things i missed in that but i tried to get an overall view and we'll, we'll talk we'll fill in the details during this right
1: isn't it a great feeling it's
0: A pretty good feeling because now we can move on. Yes. Or we can keep doing it.
1: Well. Or we can
0: just figure something else gonna out completely. We're
1: going to have to decide what we want to do next. We're creative
0: people. We okay. can come up with something.
1: Or one of our listeners, perhaps. I'm
0: not listening to them anymore. They, they're they the ones who got me into this mess, <laughs> specifically Nick.
1: I'm sure Nick has all kinds of crazy new great he ideas. He probably
0: does. But before we get into the movie. Yes. Oh, you were about to say something. No. You weren't. Oh, it looked like I you wasn't. had something really cool to say.
1: I was. Well, I always have something really cool That's to say. That's very but true. But I'm just, I'm excited to start talking about the movie. Well,
0: we'll do that but right now let's do some fun facts
1: let's do them
0: guardians of the galaxy was released on may 1st 2015 and it was written and directed by joss whedon who also wrote and directed the first avengers movie opening weekend domestically the movie made 459 million dollars worldwide it made 1.4 billion dollars which is a lot of money but only number five in the whole MCU. Huh. So there were okay. more successful movies. And it's the number 11 all-time movie.
1: We haven't seen any of the more successful movies, though. I feel like five is the Avengers, highest number i think Avengers, I've heard.
0: The first Avengers, I think, was higher. Was it? Yeah, I think okay. so. All right. The reported budget of this movie was $365.5 million. Oh. It's the second most expensive film ever made. Wow. I assume a lot of it went to salaries. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It was just packed with stars. So many
0: people. Yeah. The reviews, it received a 76% on Rotten Tomatoes. What did audiences give the film? Mm, A? That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) Critics generally liked it, but didn't seem to love everything about it. Most said fans of the movies would be pleased. Others said it was overblown with too many characters, too many plots, but not as exciting as previous installments. The twins Pietro and Wanda Maximoff also known as Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch were added because their powers made them visually interesting Joss Whedon said one of the problems I had on the first one was everybody basically had punchy powers Quicksilver's got super speed Scarlet Witch can weave spells and a little telekinesis get and get inside your head There's good stuff that they can do that will help sort of keep it fresh hmm. That was an interesting take. hmm I would agree with that, too Yeah uh, also in the comics, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch have their powers because they are mutants. The word mutant is not allowed to be used in the MCU because of rights issues. In this movie, they got their powers from Hydra experimentation. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think we've talked about this a little bit. Now, actually, it goes into it a little bit on the next fun fact. Okay. Speaking of Quicksilver, a different iteration of the character appears in the later X-Men movies. There were legal complexities over who owns the right to the character, Marvel or 20th Century Fox. They eventually agreed on him appearing in both movies, but Marvel could not allude to the fact that Magneto is Quicksilver's father, and 20th Century Fox could not allude to the character's membership in the Avengers. You probably don't know who Magneto is. No, of course I don't. I think we might have touched on this. So Marvel has the rights to most of the characters or a lot of the characters, but back, I think it was in the 80s, they were basically bankrupt and ended up selling a lot of the rights to their characters to places like 20th Century Fox and Sony. Oh, no. Yeah, so the X-Men went to 20th Century Fox and everybody in that world the x-men are mutants and so they get all their powers because of mutations and so So they can't even use the word can't even use the word but now disney or 20th century fox sold all their stuff to disney and disney owns marvel so now marvel basically owns everything so it's kind of this crazy thing world yeah it's really crazy scarlett johansson had three stunt doubles to help her out on set do you know why
1: well Because she had a lot of action scenes?
0: She was pregnant during the filming. (gasps) Oh! Yeah. Oh! So uh, Chris Evans actually said that he'd be talking to the stunt doubles and it looked so much like her he wouldn't realize that he wasn't actually talking to Scarlett Johansson.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) Isn't that crazy?
0: Yeah. So, How uh,
1: pregnant was she? Do we know? uh,
0: Far long enough where she couldn't do anything, really, with the stunts. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So... The movie had 3,000 visual effects shots, the most of any Marvel movie to date. The previous record was 2,750 shots for Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. And those are the fun facts. Well, let's get into the movie, Gina. Let's. And I think we should start with, since there are so many characters in this movie, why don't we talk about who we thought was our most valuable player for the, the movie? Okay. And why don't you go ahead and start?
1: All right. Well, I so, I have two, okay. but, I'll, but I'm just going to pick one. You, but I had two free just to in do case. Two, if you
0: really well, want to uh, say uh, it's no. a tie for first, it's totally fine. Well, it's our podcast. We have our own rules. I
1: mean, I just yeah.
0: Um, Jeremy Renner, okay. Haw- Hawkeye is, okay. is who
1: I was gonna. That that was that was the first one that came to mind. Yeah. Um, but then as the movie went on, uh, Wanda Scarlet Witch. I really liked her at the end too.
0: Yeah, Scarlet Witch is cool.
1: So, but yeah, but no, Hawkeye, I just, I liked the, we got a little bit of the, that backstory with his family Mm -hmm. and he just, he was always kind of right there, a strong character backing people up, just being a real core part of the team. And I just, I, yeah, I really enjoyed him in this movie a lot.
0: Yeah. It's interesting with Hawkeye that he, he was almost an afterthought in the first Avengers movie in a way. I mean, he's there, but he's just kind of there. right? they didn't dig really deep into him because a lot of the movie he was under Loki's spell.
1: Exactly. Right?
0: And so you didn't get to know much except he has a relationship with, with Black Widow. That's pretty much all you got out of
1: it. Right. They were partners or they were buddies or whatever, but it was just, it went to a whole new level this time and she's auntie. Yeah. Know, auntie to his kids and yeah. just, and his his family and I just, yeah, I love I loved great in this that.
0: movie. He's, yeah, so excellent. And, and the other was Scarlet Witch. So what did you like about Scarlet Witch?
1: Well, I feel like I don't want to belabor this now because we'll talk more about Absolutely. her later. Why don't we go to your okay. MVP?
0: Uh, mine was Hawkeye. It was. It really okay. was. Yeah, okay. Hawkeye is the MVP. I, I'm a big fan of the character anyway. Yeah. And uh, even in the first Avengers, I, lo- I liked Hawkeye, even though it was kind of there was maybe because I felt a little bit sorry for him because he's just this kind of regular human with just amazing aim. Right. That's his right. thing. I mean, well,
1: he even says it in the movie. He's like, I, I just, I have, a I have a bow and arrow. Right.
0: Exactly. <laughs> that's that's all I got. Yeah. That's what he's got. And I love that in this movie he's very self-aware of his role but at the same time he's he's maybe the most important character in this movie as far as it's holding the whole team together he brings them to the safe spot you know his home uh you see his family I love that deep dive into that character. I wish they could do that with every character.
1: Exactly. There's that origin story. Well, and it and it invested us in him in a whole other way, yeah. and him, him and his survival. We knew he had this pregnant wife at home at the farm. And, you know, it was just, yeah. Did
0: yeah. you ever get the feeling that, oh, my God, Hawkeye is totally going to die?
1: Oh, I was really worried all throughout this that somebody big was going to die.
0: Yeah. I just thought because of the family life and everything. Oh, really? I thought for sure. Oh, yeah. I, I, knew, I mean, obviously, I knew it. He wasn't going to die because I've seen the movie before. But when I first saw the movie, I was like, oh, well, Hawkeye's dead. Uh, I just felt like they were so telegraphing. Grim and Grizzly, instead. Of you. Instead, someone else dies, which we'll talk about. Definitely. So, all right. Well, it's cool we have an agreement on that one because mm-hmm. honestly, he was far and above for me the best character in the movie
1: yeah i well i he was definitely the mvp but i i really did enjoy uh the scarlet witch character, i do too but we'll talk about that i do more,
0: too so excellent so let's talk about what we liked about the movie a bit mm-hmm. uh let's uh what did you like
1: well so One of the things, the very first thing that I noticed, and it's interesting that you mentioned that Joss Whedon, I was trying to remember the opening scene of the other Avengers movie, but I noticed, and I've talked about this before in the opening scene, of course, we have a a fight going on and it's sort of, again, it's not in black and white, but it almost has that black and white cast to it, somewhat Mm -hmm. monochromatic and yet the superheroes stand out. There's yeah. the red on the sh- Captain America's shield and Black Widow's hair sure, is very sure. bright red and, you know, the, the Hulk and, you know, we can see the colors in them. And I thought that was a really wonderful opening to the movie. Yeah. I just like that artistic flair. And it also it was reminiscent of a couple of the other movies. Yeah. So it brings the whole thing together. It made me feel more in my comfort zone after being <laughs> so out of touch during the last we're, movie. We're seeing old friends. Watching Guardians of the yes. Galaxy. Yeah. Old friends Uh, there they all are we missed you so i thought that was really cool the whole concept of jarvis and ultron and sort of that development of ultron and that that early scene when they were actually sort of fighting each other ultron you know we think kills jarvis or damages him badly i thought that was just a fascinating the idea of two you know sort of computer generated I, that whole thing is very fascinating and complex anyway yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I thought that was a cool scene i really I, yeah. I liked the development i mean we basically were getting the we got the or we were we were living the origin story right. uh, of ultron I loved of course I loved the humor again. You know, Definitely. there's there were plenty of one liners and yeah. they were all over the place. The one of the early scenes when they were all at the party and Thor has his hammer there. It's such a great scene. And they're all drinking and they're taking turns and they're sure that they can lift the hammer and just yeah, watching them all good. take a shot at it. So so great. Really funny. And of course it was a Foreshadowing to uh, what happened later in the movie. With Vision, yeah. Uh, when Vision just picked that hammer right up yeah. and actually tossed it at one point, I believe to, to he Thor. He did. Yes. So that was that was really good. Ultron. So I thought, even though we didn't really, I didn't understand that we weren't actually going to see James Spader's face. Right. Right. That's fine. Yes. Yeah. He's just kind of old and smarmy now. Um, <laughs> no, he. But I thought I thought he was great. I thought he was great as as Ultron. I I thought Ultron was a good evil, scary evil character. Um, kind of yep. took it to the next level with the whole isn't even a a human. Right. Um. But I also really liked, and of course this changed. I liked how Ultron and the twins were. Together as a trio, I thought they were a great villain combo. And even though I'm really glad the twins went over to the good side, um, I I thought I thought that was a really good. I I thought the twins I thought were really interesting. I liked that. And when you gave that fun fact and talked about Joss Whedon um, wanting to add that for the visual. I totally agree. I didn't think about it that way during the movie, but it did. It added a a texture,
0: sort of, to the visual aspect that was really, I thought, really fun. It's almost a magical element. Totally, we didn't have before. You know, we always have Thor because um, he's a god but I mean yeah Iron but Man blah is, blah uh,
1: he can fly right. blah blah superhero I mean right. we're on movie number 11 here right. thank you for giving us something new and just you know and they did a great job with the special effects slowing down the scenes because he was so fast right so they slowed it down a couple times when that bullet shot up through the glass at one point and he saw the bullet and there was a pause and then he fell through the glass I mean they, yes. they played with it really well so I really enjoyed that um, I thought that that was really good I did like that they paused the, one of the notes I took was I was trying to remember what this was. Iron Man was saving the people in the
0: elevator. Yes.
1: Was it Iron Man or was in it in the elevator?
0: Oh, that was Iron Man. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was Iron Man. Um, I, I liked how they sort of refocused in on you know their image, for lack of a better, you know, and Captain America was very concerned, of course, being the hippie that he is about yeah. making sure they're they're doing the right thing and saving the people, but they all had to get behind that. And so I liked that we kind of got back into that whole flex your powers superhero thing. Right. Yeah, save right. the people, because that's part of what's so wonderful about superhero yes, definitely. movies. Um, oh, a little side note. I think it was, I don't remember who said it, but they were concerned about some damage that had happened. And someone said the Stark Relief Foundation has already arrived on the scene. And I thought, huh, there's somebody caring about cleaning up the damage. Because we've
0: talked about this. Yes, somebody's got to do something about this. Yes.
1: And I was glad to hear that he has, he, he created a foundation to help with the relief.
0: I mean, if he's nothing else, he is a capitalist.
1: He sure is. He sure is. Um, And speaking of him, this kind of leads me to another thing that I thought was interesting about the movie, and I appreciated the conflicting feelings that I had about our own team of superheroes. Um, You know, there, there were a few different times in the movie when they were in disagreement. They were fighting with each other a couple of times. Tony Stark, you know, he's kind of, we're never sure he's, he's always sort of in it for himself. And he's always a little too big for his britches. So I just, I liked having those conflicting feelings. It packed a little more punch for me at the end when they all did come together. Okay. So I really liked that. So
0: that's a a lot of stuff. That is a lot of stuff. Yeah. So what did I like about it? What did you like about it? it? You know, I mean, we've talked about it already. I mean, Hawkeye really, for me, was so big in this movie and I, I love the character I love that they focused on him I love that they gave him time to uh g- gave us let us spend some time go deep with a character like really deep and I like that a lot uh, there was a part in this movie that was very heartbreaking Black Widow's backstory is incredibly heartbreaking Yes, and they I thought that was handled very well but it it's very sad when you find out what the graduation is essentially is sterilizing her yeah um uh, because she she should focus on being a spy and right. nothing else. So that's a yeah. very you tragic story. you just have this story. one
1: life and this one mission and that's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was very That was dark. Very dark. Uh, but I thought it was again, more characterization. Now right. we we have a little bit more background for Black Widow, which I'm I'm interested when the Black Widow movie comes out oh, in, whenever I'm so that's going to be to see what they do with that, yeah. you know. So yeah, yeah. I like that I I really I, I will say that the, the the Hulk versus the Hulkbuster scene where Iron Man's in the Hulkbuster suit, mm-hmm. the big suit. I love that scene. Okay. I think it's great. I thought it was a really great fight scene. It was a surprise. Yeah. That, oh, Tony Stark, of course he has something of this just in case. Uh, I love that. <laughs> I thought the scene was good. Uh, a lot of just, it was just a fun scene. I also thought that actually the last battle scene it dragged a little bit, but I. Again, I think I like what you were saying where we got to see a showcase of everybody's powers and and how they combine. Like Thor and Iron Man use their powers together. Captain America and Iron Man. Or, you know, Captain America and Thor. Just everybody's using their powers together. Right. And I, I like that. I like the showcase of powers, even if the scene went on a little bit long. It's the usual giant Avengers finale.
1: True, but see, I feel like I don't even notice it as much when there's so many different people to watch. Yeah. And we had the addition of the Scarlet Witch.
0: Yeah. I think the fact that there were kind of... There were a few plot lines going on in this one. they for the most part, I thought they were handled pretty well. I, I think Joss Whedon does a pretty good job with handling a lot of characters and giving them all time to shine. This, this is something that could have been out of control really easily with all the characters. Yes. But I think the fact that they kept them kind of together, didn't separate them too much... They all had some time to do this. Also, we have backgrounds on most of the characters, so okay. how much time do we need? So that was handled very well. I like the Vision. I thought the Vision was a very cool addition to the cast. And it's, I like Paul Bettany, who was the voice of Jarvis for all these movies. And now he is he's the Vision, mm-hmm. which is very cool. Uh, I thought the way they created him was very interesting. And he came in and as the, the anti-Ultron. Right. That was a cool little dichotomy they had there. It was. and They're they're basically on the same page, but at the same time, they have a different way of approaching it. Right. Humans are weird. Humans are strange, right. but it's like Vision's willing to go along the, for the ride, where Ultron's saying, no, we need to destroy them mm-hmm. so we can take over. Mm-hmm. They're doomed,
1: and Vision's like, yep, yep, they
0: are. Absolutely doomed, which is a great thing to hear right now in the world.
1: Oh, I was thinking, mm-hmm, he's so right. <laughs> so Little poetic. did he know that just a few years later, it would become even more apparent. Right.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, and as usual, I just like the regular, the cast members. Uh, I thought Captain America was pretty good, even though I think this is probably the least I liked him in any movie. So I thought he was... Yeah, I would agree with he was, that. He was great, because Chris Evans is Captain America, and Captain America is a great character. But I don't know, I don't feel like his arc in this one worked as well. Although I did enjoy him ripping wood in half. That was pretty cool.
1: That was amazing,
0: and I love that scene.
1: I think maybe what it is is we just haven't been able to get any further with him. Maybe that's he it. He went into the block of ice, he woke up, and now he's just, is he a robot? Because he's not. He's a human. And right. even at the end of the movie, he said uh, something about...
0: Oh, he's home, basically, where he's, he's never going to have that life of... Okay.
1: Yeah, he said He said, I gave up on that, that. the idea of family and a, a future with someone died when I went into the ice 75 years ago, yeah. and when I woke up, you know, maybe I'm not that same guy anymore, and I just, right. you know, I think I said it during my prediction, I hoped that, because he and, he and Black Widow were flirting up a storm, and... The last movie, and yeah. I thought maybe they were going to end up together. Was very surprised by her thing with the Hulk, with yeah. Banner, because we'll that get just, to that in a yeah. second. I think um, I have a
0: feeling. So those are the main things I like. But let's talk about the things that didn't really work for us. Okay. What do you have?
1: Um, Well, one of the things that just personally doesn't work for me is my own stupidity as we go through this process of these movies. And when this movie opened and the twins came on the scene very early on and I thought, why do I never remember to put in my predictions some of the foreshadowing we get from the other movies? But maybe that's why I'm the perfect person to do this podcast. You totally with forgot you. about
0: that scene with I the twins. D- I you yeah. know, I just it's easy to I'm do. I'm such
1: a okay, let's move on to the next thing person. And I well, as we've established, I'm not very good at remembering movies, but I felt really stupid about that. So that's that has nothing to do well, with the movie. Well you should,
0: my God.
1: <sighs> right? Right. Anyway, so my own stupidity Your is own the stupidity. first thing that annoyed yep, yep. me. Another thing that bothered me again why is Thor on Earth?
0: This is unexplained.
1: And it's very disjointed because in the Thor movies, they're taking place, and it's a whole other thing. But then, okay, why is he back? We're supposed to make all these assumptions. And there was this scene where he and... uh, he and Tony Stark were sort of braggadoach about their uh, girlfriends and what right. they were doing. Their girlfriends who obviously were both too busy to be in this movie. Right. Or uninterested in being in this movie. But yeah, so we have Pepper Potts and Jane Foster just sort of once again phantoms out there. But why is then why is Thor? I why? think
0: that's a good question. I think honestly because he is an Avenger and these are they do come together. The Avengers do come together. I think that's why he's on Earth. Simple as that. Okay. I really do. I don't, Fine, maybe I'll this let much, it go. But I. But no, it's it's actually, it's a great <laughs> question because they're, I mean, why, like I said, where is Jane Foster right now? And I, I mean, maybe Natalie Portman didn't have a contract to sign or she was sick of the universe, whatever it is. But yeah, where is she?
1: That has just felt like a bump
0: in the road each time for me. Right, um, and I don't know if
1: it's worse when she is there or isn't because their romance is annoying it's to me. So but, dumb. Yeah, but anyway, that so I, I couldn't understand why he was on Earth, and then um, the the <laughs> the Black Widow and Banner Hulk
0: romance I, what didn't work. What? Oh, it drives me crazy. It just popped out of nowhere. Yeah, it, I, it's so forced. There was
1: absolutely nothing leading up to that.
0: I think we have to maybe just realize that the Marvel world does not know how to do romance.
1: Well, Because
0: it's just forced. And it was... I'm with you on this, by the way. That was my big one. I have exclamation points on this. It drove me nuts the first time I watched it because it felt just so shoehorned in. Yeah. And as much as I like those two characters, I don't understand the whole thing. Also, I I
1: wanted to say to her... I don't know if you noticed, but he's not reciprocating. I didn't see any (laughs) indication that he was interested. Yeah, He was giving her a bunch of excuses, and I'm sorry, but hey, Black Widow, hey, B.W., that is a red flag. He's not saying, oh, yeah, I would want to be together, but this and this and this. He's saying, well, but no, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. What did he say that was affirming the whole situation? There was nothing. nothing. He said zero.
0: He's like, hey, I'm sure... don't follow me. You can't be with me. Oh, sure I can. It'll be fine. And yeah. no, oh,
1: well, I can't have kids. Oh, I can't either. Oh, well, you know, I'm gonna have to disappear. I'll go with you.
0: Yeah, it's so none weird... of those
1: things excited him.
0: Like is like what is the attraction? Is it the fact? What would the attraction be that she's able to calm him down? Which, by the way, again. Can Hulk control his hulkiness or not? <laughs> I don't understand. It's like, oh, suddenly she's got to say, "Uh, the sun's getting real low, <laughs> big guy. the sun's guy. getting real low. It Let's touch our fingers together. Nuts. Yeah, so, and then she, again, he's like, when he said, I'm going to go away now, and she pushes him down the hole because she needs the other guy. So, again, mm. can he control it or not? That doesn't make any sense to me, and it you, really you is a sticking point. You did shout that out during the movie. Yeah, it makes me so nutty that they're so inconsistent with it. Yeah. You know, so, anyway... That obviously didn't work for either of us. No. Even though that did lead to the scene where she did have the heartbreaking moment, that little talk with them was fine. But at the same time, I still was like, I don't want you to be together. Thanks for sharing that because that's really sad. But eesh.
1: Well, right. And so then in, the, in that last scene when he turned off the TV where she was going to try to help guide him back and he flew off into wherever, oblivion, and yeah. disappeared, I guess we were supposed to feel sad. But I was like, Huh. Eh.
0: But you know who was back at the base? Captain America. I think he's single. Just
1: yeah. Last time I checked, yeah. he was totally available. Not
0: to mention very handsome. So handsome. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so <laughs> what else did you? They work together. They work together. It's so Maybe convenient. You, should, you know, you shouldn't shit where you eat, though. Well, so well, you know. I mean. Anyway,
1: so yeah, those were my main things. Tell me about what else you that didn't like. That was a like.
0: big one. You know, I, you mentioned the opening sequence mm-hmm. of the movie. I hated it so much. It looks so CGI. It looked bad to me. I was like, whoa, what is going on here? It looked like a cartoon to me. I don't know. It just, it looked, yeah. yeah. I (laughs) mean, that was, that was, I, right away, I just was taken out of that scene. Not when they actually got to, but I, I think then I just focused in on,
1: oh, oh, look at the visually appealing. I just got in touch with my inner um, simpleton. And it was much (laughs) more, it was much more pleasant.
0: Well, it was the only scene that I was really, that I was annoyed by the look of it. The rest of it looked fine. That was just, Right away, I went, oh man, okay. But also, we'll talk about it, the dialogue. I don't think this is a well written movie. I, I Okay, I get the Pinocchio allegory. Okay, I got it. <laughs> you don't have to hit me over the head with it several times. I got it, Pinocchio, cool. It just, the dialogue was so strange. And even though there were funny parts, because Joss Whedon's gonna write funny lines and there's gonna be some lovely yeah. stuff, but overall, it just did not. It was clunky. Flow. Yeah. And maybe it was because there
1: were so many characters, yeah. you know, maybe they just it just couldn't very much could have been that.
0: Yeah, but I would agree with that. The, the other thing that I thought was I, that I didn't like about the movie is it's not very different from the first Avengers movie. So what what did they try to do in this one that they did in the first one? Oh, they're they're going to tear each other apart. It was happening in the first one as well. Loki was trying to get, to get in their heads and take them apart. What's Ultron doing in this one? Get in their heads, take them apart. Oh my God, they got to get together again. Mm-hmm. I saw it the first time. You know? Look at you getting all picky. Well, it was it was just kind of like, it was a rehash to me. And Ultron was a fine villain. James Spader's voice is suitably creepy for this. And, uh, and that was fine. I didn't have a problem with Ultron per se, but it just felt very... Oh, it's what goes back to the guy where he asked about what movies feel the same to you. Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron feel the same to me. Okay. So I changed my thing from Thor's to the Avengers. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it felt very much the same.
1: Well, and we have one more Avengers.
0: We have two more We have Avengers. two more yeah. Avengers. Yeah, we have two more Avengers okay. movies. And uh, the other thing I, that kind of annoys me is that Bruce Banner is this brilliant guy. He's so easily manipulated by Tony Stark. He oh. questions them every time. He's like, Well, Tony, I don't know if we should. I don't know. Tony, what are you trying to do? You're getting a little power hungry, Tony. Oh, all right. Well, we'll try it. Whatever you say, Tony. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Bruce, you're a smart dude. You know? So that frustrated me. Uh, so those are some. He's book smart, Mike. He's book smart. So those are some big things that definitely nod at my craw
1: okay so okay yeah i'm feeling you didn't like this movie well we'll
0: get into that in a second because okay. i it's it's not that i didn't like it it's that i definitely didn't like it as much as other ones okay mm-hmm. we'll see i'm thinking about the ranking because i actually have to look at the list to determine where i want to put this okay, one it's getting to be a lot it's getting to be a lot so uh, what are the things about the movie that we should talk about do you think anything else
1: well, the only other thing that maybe we want to touch on is the fact that we, we lost a character.
0: We did lose a character.
1: Who we didn't have, to be fair, before this movie. But the twins were a pretty important part of this movie. Yeah. And they had this transformation from evil, sort of evil, to good. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, yeah, that self-sacrifice when, um, what was his name?
0: Quicksilver. Pietro Maximo, right? Pietro Maximoff, 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 Maximoff. Uh,
1: when he used his speed to be a human shield and protect Hawkeye and that child from from they were going to be shot, uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was really sad and moving, and
0: yeah, um, but I guess they they do that sometimes because somebody should die,
1: somebody's got to die, yeah, I just
0: but not one of the major characters.
1: Right. I just have this feeling, though, that we're going to lose one of them.
0: Maybe. It's possible.
1: I know that you know the answer. I do know the answer. I know what happens.
0: <laughs> but I like Quicksilver. I wish I, we could have seen more of him in other movies. But at the same time, what else are you going to do with this guy? He's super fast. You know, I don't know. I, it's it's not a real deep character. True.
1: I guess... I, well, I guess we're going to see more of her, though. Seems we will like see more it. of her. Yeah.
0: And I think right from the start, she feels like an interesting character or potentially an interesting character. So I like that. Uh, I'm glad that those those characters got introduced. I'm sad one of them had to die, but I'm glad we have Scarlet Witch to look forward to for other movies. Yes, I liked her. So did you like James Spader as Ultron overall? I did. Yeah?
1: I did. I mean, I thought, like I said, it wasn't what I was expecting in my Incorrect imagination. Yeah, but yeah, no, it worked for me.
0: Yeah, I think it worked for me too. I, the one thing that I don't know if it why it didn't work for me, but I don't understand why Ultron's mouth moved. <laughs> it felt weird to me because he's a robot and he's got a robot mouth, but it still moves like a human mouth.
1: Well, that's because we're we're stupid, <laughs> and it helps us to relate to the character. I more. guess I don't know. It was for us. I, yeah, it's for us humans.
0: I like James Spader's voice. He definitely. He was very James Spadery in this. Like he, he was, he, he was like Spader squared. Totally. You know,
1: I didn't write down any of the little. You know, he he was he had that kind of a little bit of self deprecating yeah. while he was being evil, and yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah,
0: it was. It was. I mean, it was good. I liked. I liked it. Neltron was a, a solid villain. You know, typical evil mastermind mm-hmm. stuff. Where it's, he feels like, hey, I'm in the right. Humanity's the problem. Which, obviously, Ultron is correct. Yeah. Humanity sucks.
1: But I do agree with you. It wasn't. Super original.
0: Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Anything else we want to touch on before we rank I this think, movie? I,
1: I think we've covered it and I'm very curious to to hear where you're going to put this one.
0: I am curious to see where I put this one too because I forgot to look at the rankings before I did this. Well, but I will pull it up But we're just doing quick.
1: sort of is it towards the top, is it towards the bottom, or is it in the middle-ish? Because nobody wants to hear us again r- run through our every single
0: that's very true because we
1: can just post it well in fact we probably we, we'll post we haven't it. posted for a little while we'll so. post
0: our rankings after this one uh, just uh, so you know where we're at because there's 11 movies now and it's good to see where we're at because it's almost we're getting close to halfway
1: i feel like you're stalling for time so i'm gonna start <laughs> okay and i am going to say that i thought this was a solid movie Uh, I agree that it was similar to the first avengers, but I loved the first avengers Yeah, you did and so it didn't really bother me a bit There were some things about it that were lame and it was pretty long Um, Yeah, I mean it's close
0: to two and a half hours
1: But I I very much enjoyed it and i i'm gonna put it solidly towards the
0: Middle, okay, let's let's put an actual ranking on this. Did you like it better than guardians of the galaxy?
1: Hmm so it's right It's right around there. What did I have right before Guardians of the Iron Galaxy? Iron Man. Yeah.
0: I feel like it's in between I those two. I think it's
1: in between those two for me.
0: So it'll be number six for you. Okay. Yes. Okay. So number six. Number six. All right. Uh, so here's my little issue. What did I like it better than? I like it better than Thor the Dark World. I like it better than Iron Man 2. I don't think I like it better than Incredible Hulk. Ooh. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lower tier one for me.
1: And what number did you have, The Incredible Hulk?
0: Incredible Hulk was eight. So this will be number nine. This one just did not do it for me. I was hoping that I was wrong because I remembered it not doing it for me. And I don't remember where I ranked it when I did this. I can't wait to see your original list. But I was really thinking, oh, you know, maybe I'm completely wrong on this. And i watched it again. And I went, oh, man, this is, yeah. yeah, That's right. So it didn't work for me. Okay. But that's okay. Um, So I'll put it at number nine. You have it at number six. So All yeah, right. our, our, our lists are getting a little more mixed They're now. They're getting a little we're, we're more diverse. diverging, yeah. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So let's talk about what we're doing next. Yeah, what are we doing next? The next movie will be the last movie in phase two. Oh, let's go back for a second. The end credits scene. We have oh, Thanos pop up again. Thanos. And he saw him take the glove and what say, say? I'm, Fine, I'll, I'll do it myself. Fine, I'll do it myself. And he had the glove. So mm-hmm. that was the other thing that I... I thought was interesting. This movie felt like a giant setup for phase three more than anything because mm-hmm. it was like they had the scene with Thor and the Infinity Stones and everything that just feels like phase three. And and yet we have one more movie in phase two. Yes. So that's really odd it's to It's Ant-Man, me. which is... Which I know nothing. You know nothing about. Nothing. That's right. So it's a new character for you. It's a new character it's, for it's me. It's another origin story. Ant-Man. Yeah, with Paul Rudd. The ageless wonder, Paul Rudd.
1: Well, I do like Paul Rudd. Everybody
0: likes Paul Rudd. How can you he not kind of like adult. Paul Rudd, right? So, that's what we'll be doing next and uh we'll yeah, we'll bring that to you next week. Great. I'm
1: looking forward to that one. All
0: right. Well, that will do it for us at the MGU. This is Michael
1: and I'm Gina. And
0: we'll see you next time.
1: Bye.